Hello, welcome to this edition of Insight Review. I am Stephen Olateju. I am sure it is no longer new to you that the United States of America, uh, under the leadership of Joe Biden, withdrew its troops from Afghanistan and that paved way for the Taliban to take charge of that government. They now occupy the presidential palace right there in Afghanistan and that was when uh, they defeated the government troop. So the purpose of this edition is to just make you to have insights into what is to be expected from the Taliban. They've been there and now this is like the second coming. So what I will do now is to uh, play the reason, let you know the reason by Joe Biden, why he thinks that government of the United States of America and the people or its people cannot continue to suffer at the detriment of those who don't want good for their country. So listen to Joe Biden. I stand squarely behind my decision. After 20 years, I've learned the hard way that there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces. That's why we're still there. We were clear-eyed about the risks. We planned for every contingency, but I always promised the American people that I would be straight with you. The truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. So what's happened? Afghanistan political leaders gave up and fled the country. The Afghan military collapsed, sometime without trying to fight. If anything, the developments of the past week reinforced that ending U.S. military involvement in Afghanistan now was the right decision. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. I know there are concerns about why we did not begin evacuating Afghans civilians sooner. Part of the answer is some of the Afghans did not want to leave earlier, still hopeful for their country. And part of it because the Afghan government and its supporters discouraged us from organizing a mass exodus to avoid triggering, as they said, a crisis of confidence. I made a commitment to the American people when I ran for president that I would bring America's military involvement in Afghanistan to an end. While it's been hard and messy, and yes, far from perfect, I've honored that commitment. More importantly, I made a commitment to the brave men and women who serve this nation that I wasn't going to ask them to continue to risk their lives in a military action that should have ended long ago. So, um, that is Joe Biden. Uh, the things I just uh, want to have a look at, um, number one, I believe strongly that every country has the right to make any decision that he wants to make and uh the decision of joe biden is in 
twofold. The first one is that you look at the chaos uh, that will happen right there in Afghanistan and you look at the long-term effect, the uh, rulership of the Taliban we have on the world. Because you are not looking at it, we have because uh, the Taliban will uh, continue to, you know, uh, become strengthened, uh, want to have more power, you know, apart from just holding power or building sway right there in, um, in Afghanistan. They want to, you know, um, increase their territory, their power, money, you know, and all that. So, that means that the United States of America, being the most powerful country in the world right now, cannot go to sleep. It's true that they've spent so much billions of dollars in the last 20 years uh, trying to uh, protect the government and the people of Afghanistan against the Taliban, but it has not worked out. Now, uh, the second food is that the Taliban will make life very, very difficult for some people. And those people are also part of the Afghan citizens. So uh, that's where the challenge will be. Apart from the Afghan citizens, some citizens of the world will also have some challenges because of uh, this event that just happened there in Afghanistan. So, um, do you know what brought about this? I'm sure you recall um, the events of uh, 9-11. That was, I think, year 2001. Um, that's what brought the United States of America to Afghanistan in the first instance was because the Taliban were ruling and they were supporting the Al-Qaeda. The Al-Qaeda happened to be the group that went to the United States of America to destroy, um, you know, the World Trade uh, building, World Trade Center building, and uh, blew up some other facilities against the people of America and the government of America. So there arose the problem. And since then, the United States of America got involved in Afghan issue, uh, trying to make the the Al-Qaeda run the, the affairs through the Taliban controlled government in Afghanistan then. Then the USA on its own wisdom decided to come up with them a government that they considered uh, that will have their own interests that put to protect the interest of the United States of America. So things went on and on. But just like Joe Biden has said, when 
things became tough, the leaders of Afghanistan went or they fled to another country, leaving the citizens of the people of Afghanistan to face whatever that is left of that country. Now, why everybody is afraid, or a lot of people are afraid in Afghanistan, especially women, uh, the antecedent of the Taliban is never a good one. You remember when they ruled in the eight in the eighties and the nineties, they um put in place enacted Sharia law uh public flogging no school for women women are to cover their breath right from their head to toe you know basic that basically no freedom for women and then um if you are caught doing anything that is against the laws of the Taliban, some people were stoned to death and all that. So now, as soon as the Taliban gained power, women were afraid that that might be the end to the education and all the uh, civilized things that the Afghan people have been able to do. But the current Taliban government is saying that they are not going to trample on the rights of the women to go to school. And some, as I'm talking to you now, some women have been allowed to go to school, uh, do some of the civil things that they didn't allow them to do in the first um, era of the Taliban. So we just hope that uh, things will not become messy. People try to flee the country but ended up dying because you know the uh, number of planes that are available uh, cannot take them and the airports became crowded um, and that you know also created some ugly things uh, some people ended up losing their lives so we just have to pray and hope that this will not also bring a uh, problem to the world and that the world will be peaceful as far as the Taliban uh, don't try to you know, encroach other uh, you know, territory. But like I said, they've been able to gain power. They will have resources. They have access to money. They definitely they want to, uh, whatever uh, laws they are um promulgating or enacting right there in Afghanistan, they want to push out to some Muslim countries. And that's where the problem will be. I will hope the United States of America will not completely fold this arm in as much as we are not fighting, you know, um, the terrorists uh, or the, uh, the fundamental uh, fundamentalist group, uh, which is Taliban. I forgot to also tell you that they have uh, they, they share uh, the same views such as the uh, Boko Haram um, and any the Al Qaeda 
and any other you know terrorist group that you know the iswap and the likes of them like that so uh they might they might have begin to create this synergy you know among you know themselves uh try trying to you know widen you know the network and that would be very dangerous for the world so that's why the world powers uh technically are taking steps to ensure that that does not happen um if the taliban rule in afghanistan and afghan uh afghanistan become peaceful and people can do uh, things according to the law of the land uh, go about their normal business is no problem so uh that's where i will draw the curtain on this edition of inside review thank you very much for listening in bye for now i remain steven Olatejo.